0: The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are solely those of hosts and guests. The view and opinions do not necessarily represent those of Memorial Healthcare System, Joe DiMaggio's Children's Hospital.
1: Hello everyone, and thank you for joining us on Healthy Parenting, pitched by Joe DiMaggio's Children's Hospital. My name is Jason Grant Enriquez, and I'm with my elegant co-host, Dr. Latanya Benjamin.
2: Jason, you're too much. Stop. No, okay. Thank you, Dr. Hi, Dr. everyone. <laughs> Ignore that. <laughs> Hi, everyone, and thank you for joining us today. We're excited to have Kelsey Vasquez join us later on the show. She's a personal trainer at Memorial Fitness Center and will give our listeners tips about staying fit as a
1: busy parent. Oh, do I need these tips? <laughs> yeah, same here.
2: Before we get to Kelsey, we'll spend a few minutes chatting about a couple of trending topics in the news. Designer babies.
1: Have oh, you heard good, of that? Yeah, absolutely. You know, wearing those good clothes. No, and that that's was, not what we're talking oh, about. Okay, You're so okay. silly. Okay. <laughs> and
2: limiting fruit juice in infants.
1: Oh, fruit juice. But it's, it's, it's natural. It's nice, no?
2: It's tasty. It's addictive. But uh, I don't know if it's better than soda, but soda's is absolutely no in my house. Mm,
1: so mm. I want to get to that in one second. But let's talk about the designer babies. Because when I hear designer babies, I'm thinking about... Uh, Shades and... and, and, and <laughs> brand labels. <laughs> brand labels. Clothes. So, uh, obviously, that's what we're talking about. We're yeah. talking about genetic Does altercation. Genetically
2: what? altering and kind of designing what you want. Do you want a boy? Do you want a girl?
1: Uh, deeper, like eye color? Mm-hmm. So, um, mm-hmm. Complexion? Crazy, huh? Now, that sounds like an ethical horror, potentially.
2: There, there's a lot of implications with this, so we're going to dive into that. I can't wait.
1: I... I'm interested. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> interested. Before we move on, here's a word from our sponsors. You are listening to Healthy Panting, pitched by J. Children's Hospital. Learn more about our hospital.
2: Visit JDCH.com.
1: Welcome back. Before we get to today's guest, let's bring in our one of our producers, Bahati Banks, with what's making news in the parenting world.
0: How are you guys doing today?
1: Hey! Oh, it's Lovely to see you, bahadi. You
0: as well, Jason and LaTanya. So, designer babies. Yes. I heard you say you thought <laughs> it was about shades Listen, and
1: desi- li- designer product. clothes. Okay. <laughs> the bling bling. The and, <laughs> and then, of course, I'm, I'm shocked when I hear we're talking about uh, <laughs> genetic splicing and changing st- what, what What's happening here?
0: So, essentially, are you both familiar with the story, Brave New World?
1: No. no. It's a very
0: <laughs> old book um, and it came out very a long time ago. Um, Aldous Huxley was a famous science fiction writer. But the essentially one of the aspects of the book was talking about how the babies, um, babies are born basically serve certain functions in society. In society. Mm-hmm. We're oh. not exactly there yet, but mm-hmm. <laughs> there are a growing number of parents that are turning to advanced technology to literally design their own baby. I'm specifically speaking about pre-implantation genetic diagnosis, or PGD, and these are procedures that were originally used to identify embryos at risk for genetic diseases or sex-linked diseases in the early 90s. But today, in the United States, a growing number of fertility clinics are actually performing PGD as a luxury service to parents to allow them to choose the sex of their unborn baby. Who could afford that? John Legend. What? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, John Legend and his wife actually reportedly used it to choose to have a daughter. So you mean
2: mean like if I have three boys and I really want this one girl, you could do this?
0: Yes, exactly. Mm. That actually is called family balancing. And there have been cases where parents have gone into these fertility clinics. They've had three boys or they've had three girls, and they're like, I we've got to do something because I've got to have another gender child. So they will go into the fertility clinic. The procedure is done and it's basically literally choosing the sex of your child, which is Fascinating to me. I didn't even know we got to that point. We've gotten since. to it's that like, point. Oh yeah, we've <laughs> been there. <laughs> and yeah. Furthermore, I mean, <laughs>
1: the sheep. Just, <laughs> yeah, right, wow. exactly. What is that? Is that medically ethical? Is that it, it, is well,
0: in the United States, it is. It's illegal in Canada, the UK, Germany, and Australia um, to use this method PGD for non-medical reasons. But in the United States, you know, we're a free-willing country. We're we're very uh, open to advanced technology and kind of using it to to manipulate how we want our lives to be led. Oh, absolutely.
1: You know, we like to, but. So these
0: fertility uh, clinics right mm -hmm. now are just offering the sex or more than that? Right now, it's primarily the sex. But Mm -hmm. again, initially it was used to, to, we, to basically determine if the embryo, like before, um, in vitro fertilization. So, if you and your partner have certain genetic predispositions for diseases that you don't want your child to have, that's in, that's initially why it was used. But for of medical course, reasons. Of course. For right, medical right, reasons, right. exactly. <laughs> but the technology is such that you can actually literally choose to have an XX or XY.
2: Sounds more cos-
1: sounds more cosmetic than. Medical, but
2: really, uh, would we be surprised that this is where the world would go? Of no. not. I mean, you have this technology.
1: But the the dilemma here is, mm-hmm. you know, and I, it's for lack of a better word, buyer's remorse. What if in the end that's mm-hmm. not what you really wanted anyway, and mm-hmm. this, this is what you give birth to? Or what if it doesn't take? What happens then? You know, who's responsible? What is what? What is the um, the criteria by mm-hmm. handling a situation like this? I wanted a girl with blue eyes. You give me a boy with with brown eyes. You know. That's not what I, you know, paid for. You know you see what I'm saying? Like, it, it, the way I'm saying it, it, it feels wrong, but that's a question we have to ask. Mm-hmm. Is, I think is the is
2: science would be there tec- for technology that you will get the boy, yes. the yeah. we'll sex get the right, boy. Yes. Yes. they'll yes. be accurate mm-hmm. for the, the chromosomal.
1: Right.
0: But it is very controversial. I mean, you can imagine. I know in countries like in uh, Asia, there's a huge issue in terms of um, not wanting to have girls, right but right. wanting to have boys in america not so much um so you know how how do you balance that but like i said it's it's available <laughs> it is legal in our country um but there are a lot of questions that people I, w- I would imagine would have going forward but right now it is possible to design your own baby <laughs> Gosh, that's crazy I, as crazy as like these fertility <laughs> clinics are
2: wait for a Fertility clinic to pop up near you. Move over Starbucks. They're gonna be in every corner. Can you
1: you believe it? And and they're oh wow. (laughs) I've rarely become speechless, but this is something that's that's really caught me. God. I'm a, I am speechless. Yeah,
0: yeah. So the other topic I wanted to bring up was infants don't need fruit juice, which is actually kind of surprising to me. Very um, surprising. Historically, pediatricians have recommended that juice be an alternative source of water, obviously, as well as vitamin C, like orange juice and apple juice. Um, but given that it's sweet to taste and kids love drinking sweet stuff, obviously, but this past May... Uh, the American Academy of Pediatrics updated their juice guideline for the first time since 2001 and have recommended that infants under the age of 1 should not drink any kind of juice.
1: Wow.
0: No juice. Whole fruit, whole fruits and vegetables uh, are the best because they provide a nat- natural source of fiber as well as water. Um, and even if you look at the nutrition labels, which I'm always looking at nutrition labels just for my own oh we all should benefit, definitely. right? Exactly. Some of the juices have a lot more are, in terms of their sugar content. It's pretty much on par with soda. <laughs> that's how much you hear that. That's enough for me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It makes a
1: sort of concentration of of sugars and. I guess the absorption of it is easier cuz it's a liquid, I see. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, well.
0: Yeah. And al- and al- also too, it's a gateway drink to soda because if you think about really really sweet juices, it's easy to just kind of transition into drinking soda. Get oh, yeah. used to pop. that sweet taste, mm-hmm, exactly. Mhm. And that Fresh contributes fruits.
2: to our childhood obesity epidemic. Exactly, unfortunately. exactly. Yeah, there's so. absolutely a no soda rule in my home. Good. Yeah. And awesome. So now, um, no, no, no sweet juices before the age of one. Really, yeah. water
0: is best. Well, water of is pretty much life. all you should be drinking. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, so good, good, good discussion, guys.
1: Well, thank you so much, Bahati.
0: All right, before we get to today's guest, here's
2: a word from our sponsor. centered care. At Joe DiMaggio Children's Hospital, it's the difference you notice. It's what you feel. It's how we care. And it's why we've been recognized as the world's first designated person-centered Children's Hospital by Plaintree. When it matters most, trust Joe DiMaggio Children's Hospital. Learn more at JDCH.com slash care. Welcome back. And thank you once again for joining us on the Healthy Pot Parenting Podcast. I'd like to welcome today's guest, Kelsey Vasquez, with Memorials Fitness Center.
1: Welcome, welcome. Hey, Kelsey,
2: how are you? I'm
3: good, I'm good. Thank you for having me. Yeah, oh, thanks thank you for
1: joining, joining us today. <laughs> We're on <a> real point.
3: <laughs> <laughs> We're
2: really excited that you're here. We're both busy parents. So We're like, can't wait. We're excited to be <laughs> yes, here. Yes, you.
1: we definitely need those tips for busy parents because... We're yeah. salivating
2: at what you need. Yeah, you definitely know, definitely. We
1: just do. had we just had a, uh, a photo shoot, and, you know, I'm looking a little swole in those pictures, so I need to <laughs> get back into it.
2: <laughs> I have you beat there. Trust <laughs> me. <laughs>
3: I understand. I understand. It's very normal, did, did actually.
2: Did she just say she agrees? <laughs> yes, yes.
3: No, I did not agree. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> she empathizes.
2: <laughs> so tell us, how can you help us busy parents out there to stay fit and have fun?
3: Is it all the gym? No, it doesn't have to be. It really doesn't have to be. Uh, one thing that I really enjoy doing with my kids is going to the playground. Everybody loves to go to the playground. There are a ton of exercises you can do while your kids are working out. Really? Yes. For instance, if you have a bench, all you need is uh, yourself. You can do dips, like tricep dips on the edge of the bench, sort of li- you know living your bo- lifting your body up and down. Yep. You can do push-ups on the bench. You could do cardio step-ups on the bench. That's uh, a, good that yes. a good one. That is a good one. That is another one that I absolutely love is from the monkey bars. You can hang from the monkey bars, tuck your legs in, and do ab exercises. Oh, I was, I was just hoping you say like you can pull hang, up, hang pull up. and <laughs> burn pull up? calories. No, come th- on, please. I <laughs> thought you were going to
1: say hang there and do pull-ups. I'm going to say, what? No.
3: Yeah, you could <laughs> hang there and definitely do pull-ups. Can of us, I just hang? <laughs> or you could just hang. just <laughs> <laughs> just hang out. Know,
1: Mom, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> no, exercising? I'm just, just Exercising. <laughs> just hanging. I'm just hanging.
3: You can do, I mean, there's so many things that you can do. You could do squats while your kids run around. Um, I love to do walking lunges, like, around the playground as the kids are playing. It's And then, you know, a lot of times with my kids, my kids are a little bigger, 8, 14, and 18. They join in with me. So it becomes a family That's thing. That's oh. great. And I
2: so appreciated this because I have a toddler. She's about to turn three, and... Yes. Every <laughs> time I come after work when I'm exhausted, where does she want to go? The playground. There you go. You okay. see. Okay. So now I have some, some ways to do. Yes, for sure. <laughs> That's great.
1: In addition to staying active, what recommendations do you have for adding healthy foods into your diet, especially when it comes to uh, um short on time or (laughs) kids are picky eaters? Yes,
2: the picky eaters. Tell us about that.
3: Well, so the main thing that you need to do is you need to have healthy food in your house, easily accessible, healthy food. I'm talking fruit in the fruit bowl. I'm talking carrots that you can grab hummus, natural peanut butter, things that kids will eat, but you're adding those slices of apple with the peanut butter. You're adding the carrots with the hummus. Um, it needs to be accessible that's the main thing and the other main thing is to not have the junk because if the junk right. is there when you're in a rush that's what you're going to grab that's exactly right that, so that is true that is true <laughs> I mean,
1: that's what we try to do is uh, limit the snacks so the temptation isn't there and yes and you take that extra extra time but what, for the real picky picky kids though um what would you suggest um you know how to get them on board when it comes to eating more healthy
3: So it's, you have to be sneaky. You have to be sneaky. (laughs) I like this girl. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm going to get some really
2: practical tips It is.
3: I was like, for for two very, very easy ways to be sneaky is spaghetti sauce. You can blend any vegetable and mix it into spaghetti sauce, they will never know. Mm. Mm. They will never know. Spaghetti squash, which is a big yellow round squash. It tastes a lot when prepared properly, (laughs) it tastes a (laughs) lot like spaghetti noodles. They may not notice, they might, but try it. Another one um, is mashed potatoes. You can mix cauliflower, boiled cauliflower or steamed cauliflower into mashed potatoes. They'll have no idea. It's about being getting on their level. They can't, if they see it, they're not going to eat it. How can you incorporate the healthy stuff into their food?
1: Speaking of that being sneaky, so there's uh, a product called Hidden Veggie Pasta, mm-hmm. you know, what do you think about that?
3: I think that it's, it's good. I wouldn't rely fully on that. I would choose the Hidden Veggie Pasta over the white pasta or, you know, but I wouldn't Rely fully on that. That's oh, not a
1: vegetable, right? So you, you know, it's not saying like, okay, this is it. I'm no. doing the right thing. Okay. No,
3: I would use that pasta, and then I would also, you know, uh, steam some broccoli, mash it up, and put it in the spaghetti sauce. Blend it up, whatever you want to do it. But I would squash zucchini, things that don't have a really strong flavor that will mix well into the the sauce. That's a great tip because I had to tell you, <laughs> <laughs> you
2: have to trick. I was flabbergasted to go to school this morning and find out that there. On the topic, the toddlers at our school um, about healthy nutrition and different um, fruits and uh-huh, so forth. Uh-huh. And they had a class of which is your favorite fruit? My daughter Haley says banana. This girl does not eat bananas at home. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. I don't know where she came <laughs> up with that. But the only way I get to, you know... Um, get her to try some of the healthy foods is to, to model. To, make, yes. it ga- exactly to right. make it a game. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so oh. having the foods handy and actually eating it yourself and having them watch and making it fun, and like Jason mentioned, it's a game. Mm-hmm. They get intrigued and they'll try it. Exactly, exactly. I didn't get very far with the blueberries, about two <laughs> after the second one. I lost the game there. But,
3: but you know, another good thing, um, especially with vegetables, I mean with fruit, I'm sorry, is smoothies. Kids yes. love, That's kids right. love yes. milkshakes. You can get Greek yogurt in there for the protein. You can get all the fruits in there, and you can put spinach in there. And it will change the color, but immediately that smoothie becomes a green monster smoothie. Right, you, know, you, right. you make it fun, but you can add so many nutrients. That's exactly
2: right. This morning I did watermelon and banana, and so oh, she yeah. did get her banana, but she didn't know. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Perfect. <laughs> sneaky,
1: sneaky. <laughs> so, for parents, uh, you know, parents who don't like uh, working out, or that have children that have given problem working out, what tips do you have for increasing physical activity? Maybe to help supplement that.
3: Um, well, I mean, it's kind of difficult if you don't like to work out. Mm-hmm. You really, I mean, you you need to like to um, you need to want right to feel better. That that's essential. That's the essential thing. I would recommend walking. Um, And in doing the walking, you don't have to just walk. You can do while you're walking, you know, walk for a minute and then do 10 walking lunges and then walk for another minute. Maybe put in a little sprint in there. Just like how we have to trick the kids, we have to trick ourselves Uh, (laughs) into enjoying it. Make it fun for yourself. What do you like to do? You like to play basketball? Then that's the activity that you need to be doing. Something that's getting your heart rate up, getting your body moving, And at the same time enjoying it, it should not be miserable. It should never be miserable. That's it. That's That's
1: fantastic. I like that because that's what I do. Usually when I walk, I have my audiobook and I'm listening and I don't remember how long it's been, how far I've been. All I know is that I've got a sweat and I'm still into it. So that's definitely definitely (laughs) fantastic. Oftentimes we equate physical, you know, uh, fitness with exercise and stuff. But um, what about yoga and stretching and stuff like that? Is that also?
3: Beneficial? I think that is, yes, no, I think that is very, very important. I will be perfectly honest with you. Personally, I'm not a yogi. I'm I am one that I like to get my I'm a runner. <laughs> <The yogi. laughs> I'm a runner. I like to get my heart rate up. It, it's that's not my forte, but I think it's essential, especially for us stressed parents, you know, busy lifestyle, to, to meditate and become one with yourself, you know, just for the patient's level with your children. I mean, that that is essential. It does fit very well into your necessary healthy needs.
2: Cool. I definitely can relate to wanting to do more physical activity. What if you have a child um, that is struggling with weight issues? How can you get them active and, uh, and on board with what mm-hmm. you're trying to do?
3: I guess how can you do this parallel or work I, with them? I would the first step is to just, you know, let them know that you're there, you're supporting them, you're with them and make it fun. How, what is the child like? Is that, is, Oh, he's into baseball. Okay. Well let's go to the baseball field. There's plenty of baseball parks that you can go work out on the baseball field, do sprints from home plate to second, and then lunge to third. You know, it just, it, there's so many things. What is going to touch your child what is that going to make it fun for them what is going to get them into it Mm -hmm. that's what you have to to key into and being there with them and showing them and modeling and even if you they're not doing you're not doing uh, i'm sorry they're not doing every workout with you if they know oh mommy's going to the gym daddy's going to the gym they're going to know i want to do that too i want to be healthy too as i get older
1: that's very important uh such as balancing life you know this day and age uh we're all busy, you know, mm-hmm. and my, my catchphrase is hashtag, hashtag, I can do it all except workout, <laughs> Because I just, if, if, if there's anything I'm going to throw away first, it's going to the gym. I need to do everything else I have to do. What tips do you have for balancing life like that? You know, how to do, how do you encourage yourself to make that a priority? What tips would you give me?
3: I would, I, was- I would say, first of all, two things. One, with a busy schedule, get it over in the morning. Get it done because if you leave it for the rest of the day it's not gonna <laughs> happen because hashtag i can do everything but workout, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> especially after six o'clock <laughs> that's that, speaking of working out in the
1: morning now I hear that that's more beneficial that apparently it releases endorphins it wakes you up mm-hmm. I've tried it I've tried it waking up at 4 o'clock I've tried going to the gym but we need, <laughs> exactly. we need our sleep exactly <laughs> but you know but when I go to work I don't feel wide awake I feel like my body's numb <laughs> I want to go home so so
3: I would say your body's <laughs> numb. What are you doing listen, in your listen, I'm, I'm pumping that iron. Ah. I, I, you're doing too much. Okay. <laughs> I think that's what's happening. <laughs> it's it, honestly, it's about finding the balance. It's about okay. I want to get up at. I mean, 4 a.m. is super early. Even well, I
1: gotta be at working at seven. <laughs> uh,
3: okay, so wow, that's early. <laughs> so I would, you know, okay. I want to wake. I want to work. Wake up early to work out tomorrow. I need to go to bed a little bit earlier. My kids go to bed at nine o'clock. I need to be in bed by 10 so that I can get up at 4. You know, that's still not enough sleep, but (laughs) it's enough so that you can function the next day. Just
1: got to prioritize.
3: What tips would
1: you give um, parents, uh, busy schedules trying to get back into it, Start off slow uh, to get back into uh, working out? Because I found it where whenever I have stopped and I've, you know, I work on uh, certain races and now I just want to get back into it. But when I first get into it, I'm just like... I kind of turn myself off sometimes. What mm-hmm. tips do you give us when we get to get back into it?
3: So the idea is that you always, whatever you're doing, whether you're running, you're working out, whatever, you need, you have to start slow. Your body is not going to go gung-ho. It's not, it doesn't work like that. Muscle you, memory. Yes, <laughs> no, I mean, you do, There is, there is muscle memory, but you have to work that muscle memory back up. So you need to start with a slower workout to start with a 30 minute workout and build yourself up. Start, you know, if you were doing 25 pound bicep curls, start at 10 mm. and then in two weeks go to 15. And then in two weeks, there's. it's not a race. Working out, getting healthy is not a race. Okay, if you have an event, something like that, yes, maybe you have a deadline, but overall being healthy in your life is not a race. You have the rest of your life. Take your time, build it up because you will be stronger because of it. and. I mean, injury prevention, that's huge, huge sure. in injury prevention.
2: And you want it to be a sustainable habit. You exactly. all always right. hear, you know, kind of the ho- ho- horses out of the gate, you're going full speed, and then after two and weeks, you're going your to out. out. You're, yep. And you're right back. I, or I, you've been in a I horse.
1: definitely identify with that, you know, because what I can bench, what, 190, and I'll, it'll be a while, I'll go, to, I'll try it again, can't pull it up. All right, that's it, I'm going home. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and you get <can> frustrated. <laughs> exactly.
1: I go, hmm. <laughs> And no, going
2: home. No. And that's something I actually wanted to mention when you were speaking about the young kids with weight issues, because I find that kids that come into my office, when they have the weight challenges, they're already kind of defeated. You know, I can see it in their affect, they're not making eye contact. And going out and having them exercise is a great idea, but not into an arena where they feel that there's a competition mm-hmm. or they're going to be judged if they can't do it. Because I agree, there is that slow conditioning and this working up, and you're trying to build that confidence exactly that Jason needs <laughs> to keep going and to Absolutely. keep doing. Exactly, <laughs> but, exactly, exactly. Um, I, I, I just think it applies to the children as well. Yes, for
3: sure, for sure, most definitely. Excellent. I agree very with you. True, very true.
1: Off the top of your head, is there any resources? such as um, the healthy parenting tips, uh, getting back an exercise, involving your child in, in workouts, you know, just certain uh, uh, ideas and concepts that we can maybe look up and
3: um, like specific places to go do you have a fitness no, 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 website sorry. that you use or anything. You I, like? you know what, honestly, for apps, we I, love apps. <laughs> <laughs> Well, for personal, for parents, um, my Fitness Pal is um, an amazing app, and it keeps up with everything. Mm-hmm. I do it. I, I'm not trying to lose. I don't have any specific goals right now, but I do it just to maintain, to keep up with my workouts. Um, the watches. If you have a Fitbit, a oh. Garmin, any of these watches, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, there's there are an endless amount of um, resources. If you just Google how to work out with your kids, I actually did that on my way here, and there are a ton of workouts really? you can do, uh, YouTube, things like that. There's a, a ton. You gave us a lot, a lot. of wonderful, fantastic I'm going tips. On Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you are so the welcome. One
2: last message you want to say that is the top that you wish every parent out there would know.
3: I would like to say that no matter what, no matter what you're going through, no matter you know, the, the struggles of getting the workout in and getting the food right, just remember that you're as long as you're doing the best that you can with the resources you have, you are enough. And that's the one thing that we always forget as parents. Oh, I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing enough. Take care of yourself. Take care of your kids. And at the end of the day, that's all that's needed. That is a wonderful message. Thank <laughs> you
1: so much. You're
3: welcome. Thank joy you. to have you, thank thank you here. Yeah, I'd like thank to thank you.
1: our guests, and I'd like to thank all of you for joining us on the Healthy Parenting Podcast, pitched by Joe DiMaggio Children's Hospital. Subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, and anywhere you can listen to podcasts. Share us on social media, and visit the Joe DiMaggio's Facebook page.
0: If you liked our podcast, we hope you subscribe and tell someone about
1: healthy parenting pitched by Jordan Maggio Children's Hospital.